Welcome, everyone. You are tuned into another edition of the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr., better known as simply RBJ for short. And in this edition of the program, I have an exclusive interview with the Detroit based outfit, Asclepius, consisting of Justin Rapuso Cook, Matt Smiley, and Dave Alpern. As we talk about the career music and the upcoming project relative to a mood. For now, though, we're going to listen to a single from the last EP titled Rapture and then kick things off with an Asclepius inspired mix. The interview will follow shortly after. So, as always, stay tuned. Peace. Thanks. And let's groove.
right now, welcome to the program, Justin Crapuso Cook, Matt Smiley, and Dave Alpern, simply known as Detroit Outfit, Asclepius. Gentlemen, how are you all doing? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Living. Even to live right now. But best you can do, right? Yeah. So it's kicking things off. For people who don't know, explain how you guys all met. So Matt and I have actually been known, known each other, been playing music together since, I think, like, what? sixth or seventh grade or something yeah right around there probably middle school yeah and then we met dave shortly after we released the ep so like 2018 in like april i think yeah it was a good day it was a good day yeah justin met me at that point but i knew matt just from the detroit bar and restaurant scene was one of his regulars and uh that's kind of how i got looped in what was it about dave that made you guys want to bring him into the project i think i had been we had been chatting at Honest John's where I was working about just music. Eventually we got on the subject that he played bass and that we were kind of looking to get a bassist in. We were doing our thing and he just kind of it fit. So then we just started working forward from there. Yeah. Drums and piano is pretty solid on its own, but having some bass in there is pretty damn nice. Well, the, the funny thing about the, the day we, that we all jammed together, this is the first day I met Dave, but like me and Matt, we decided to take a, a little bit of a, a psychedelic substance that day to practice. Dave happened to show up and join us. He did not partake in the festivities, but he did play music with us for like eight hours and it was a <laughs> lot of fun. So it was like, all right, this, this dude can hang with us, not only musically, but we're kind of like having a little bit of a fun time here. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was an incredibly fun afternoon. I mean, not only <laughs> the music was great. I mean, we were, it was just nice because I got to just sit in with these two guys that are incredibly competent musicians, really well developed and everything. And it was just like, oh, and we already know how to listen. And like, that's a huge part of being in a band, right, is listening to each other. And we just clicked right away. I mean, like Matt and I remember there were certain points where his fills, he could just match any kind of rhythmic variation that I was putting into any runs. We just synced up real real fast and real hard and real well and just kind of started breathing right away. I mean, it felt like the band was, you know, born into the, the new phase of having three people. Listen to his music, I can tell that, and listen to the stories you got to tell, that you're all in pretty good sync with one another. Why do you find that you sync so well together? Probably because we do sync up pretty well personally. <laughs> it's all very natural, you know? It's not like I think anybody has to try uh, too hard. Fortunately, I mean, like with 
Matt and Justin knowing each other for as long as they have, like for me, I could just jump in after the fact and just kind of like do what they were doing and just participate with that. It's not like we were figuring out all three of us at once. Yeah, and I think too, because Matt and I have been playing together since we kind of started playing our instruments, I think our styles kind of evolved and grew in relationship with each other. So I feel like having that long history just helps to have something lock in and sink in. Yeah, and we've been kind of interested in playing this kind of style of music for so long that it's kind of just natural. Now, speaking of a style of music, how would you describe it? Because I see a lot of people throwing prog rock, psychedelic, jazz almost. How would you put it in your own words? We actually kind of more or less actively avoid labeling it just so we don't even pigeonhole ourselves in creating new music as we've still been doing even after getting uh, this music for this release together. Like we just let it go to where it's gonna go. So we just draw on so many different things is each member of the band, you know, I mean, all of our influences, the way we've just internalized them over our whole lives and everything, it's just all these little bits and pieces just kind of come through, I think. Yeah, I think so oftentimes, I feel like it's like a fusion between like Prague and post-rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think we're necessarily like straight either of those two things. I also like to personally call it music of the future because I feel like we're tapping into something that I feel like is kind of fresh in a sense. So I like to think that it sounds from outer space or from a from a distant time that we have that we're like channeling in a sense. Heavy mellow, man. Heavy <laughs> mellow. <laughs> Forgot about yeah, that one. I like think about that a little bit, like that whole future thing and, and trying to figure out ways to like move forward because we're using very normal instrumentation. I mean, it's bass, keys and drums, right? Like nothing new or fancy there. It's been done a thousand times over, but you know, how do you work within that framework to generate something new and different? So what I'm hearing is that you're not so much concerned with how people are labeling it but much more your process for how you actually create the music. I think having some labels sometimes is just nice to have, maybe have, for people to have something to grab onto so they kind of know what to expect. But I also like this idea, like we've also used this tagline, like music that's like ever evolving to kind of like not pigeonhole it. So like the sound can kind of just develop organically in a sense. And it can just kind of become what it wants to become rather than us be like, we need it to sound like this or it needs to be like this kind of music. So I think it gives us a little bit more freedom in the creation of everything.
When you first sort of had this in your mind, how did this project come about? We started a blog and I write a lot. I also, I also do a lot of poetry stuff. And I feel like what happened was Matt and I have been in, like we've had other projects together that we've done that have had a similar sound or, you know, are in the same vein. And we kind of both moved back from the Lansing area and we were both living in Detroit. And I was kind of doing some weird stuff. My brothers are also musicians. And it was kind of like, let's start another project of the same vein and um, let's just see what happens. And actually what happened was when we first started, like three of the four songs off of our first EP, Foreshadows the Past. The name Foreshadows the Past is kind of like akin to like the songs because we were in a band in high school called Penny Arcade Peep Show. And we took some of the songs from that project and we reworked them into the songs that are currently called Rapture, Circulation, and Lullaby. So we've actually been playing iterations of those songs since we were in high school, hence the name like Foreshadows the Past. Like these are some songs that we've resurrected in a sense and given new life. And that kind of plays into the whole like Asclepius Venus healer that can raise the dead. Like we've raised these songs out of the past to bring them forth into the future in a, in a new iteration. And we just kind of were just playing around. I had a space at the Russell Industrial Center. So we had like a lot of times where like we would just get together, work on these new pieces or the old pieces to make them new. And then just kind of we're trying to work out a sound. And that's kind of how it all kind of got started. Asclepius is the Greek god of healing. Why do you kind of want to focus on that aspect for your music? I've always had interest in like mythology and shamanistic practices and indigenous ways to approach medicine and music. I've always had an interest in that, but then when I was at State and just with different experiences that I had had, I had gotten more into like living those experiences and knowing them and like being a part of them. And I wanted to bring that energy into the projects. Since I'm really into mythology and I have a lineage that's from the Mediterranean, I'm Sicilian Italian, I wanted to have like a figure that was from that culture, that region to kind of represent that in a sense that's kind of connected to who I am. And I was thinking about names. I, I thought about Dionysus, but I felt like we had already gone through our Dionysian phase of kind of partying and going crazy. So I was like, I kind of want to stray away from that because as fun as that can be, that can also be a little bit chaotic and it can be a little dangerous. So I feel like as we're maturing and getting a little older, let's go with the Sclepius, let's go with the, like a, a more healing, positive thing and bring this energy of evolving and growing and maturing as people and as musicians and have less chaotic, more, a little bit more low key about some things, but still have that same kind of weird psychedelic energy and everything. So it's been about two years since the last EP. How have you grown as artists and as people since that project going into this one? Personal growth on my end from the last EP to this new one, kind of a lot of moving around a lot of personal stuff kind of going down. So maybe it took a little longer because I was kind of battling through all that. And then with the new arrangement, we were still trying to figure out exactly, I'd say what we were trying to do. And we were just having fun with it and taking our time and not really putting any pressure on anything. It was kind of odd to hear that it's already been two years since the last EP because it really doesn't feel like it's been that long. And I think we've just gotten a little more well-rounded as we play together, I'm sure subsequent releases from here will be a little more quick paced now that we have not necessarily a formula but the way that we write songs is a little bit more fast acting and 
just we got more ideas coming to the table. It becomes increasingly more collaborative as well. You know, I mean, I had to kind of phase in. Like I said, it's like we clicked right away, but then it's like, okay, now, now I'm gonna have to like learn and write parts to the songs that already exist. And then when I came in, basically it was two and a half of the four songs that are on the new EP were kind of getting fleshed out right at that time. Mm -hmm. So I kind of got to like write myself into them, but it's not like I was like part of the sound yet. It was kind of like the learning curve of getting involved. And now with some of the stuff that we've done since then, since those songs really came together, you know, it's definitely been a lot more of a cohesive process between the three of us working stuff out. And, you know, we've even got another thing, you know, we, we debuted at the Hamtramck Music Festival and we played at Bumbo's last day of February. That I'd say is kind of what I think Matt's even pointing out that it like really is just like gelling quickly. Now we're really just playing together as opposed to even figuring any of it out. I think that that's how we've changed and grown as a group. You know, for me individually, it's just like, I mean, there's been a lot of tremendous growth that I've had to put in into this. I started playing in odd time signatures. I never really had to do that before. One of the greatest things about being a musician is since it's a social experience and also creative at the same time, a lot of growth happens when you play with people that are better than you. So it's like getting to learn new things via that, not necessarily pressure, but group effort. That's been a great thing for me. And then also, you know, they had been in a professional studio to do the first EP, but I hadn't. I had never been recorded. And, you know, we we had the, the great fortune of getting to work with Chris Colte. Those two days that we spent in the studio were like two of the best days of my life of just like really getting to have fun with something that I had read about so many other bands getting to like go into a studio and like working through everything and like actually got to do it. And, you know, that was certainly a, a growth process in and of itself. Going from day one into day two, I mean, we came back and were just regrouped in a whole new way to knock everything out the way that we did on the second day. I mean, that was that was like a threshold moment, if you will, in life for me. When we released the first EP too, like we, we didn't really know like the whole spectrum of the music, quote unquote, music business. Hmm. Like we kind of just like released the EP and had an EP party, EP release party and just was like, it is what it is. But I also feel like now like we understand how to like book shows, how to get good shows and how to like promote stuff on social media and how to get press or blogs or even an interview like this to like talk about it and write about it so i just feel like not only have we grown like musically but we've also just grown with like understanding how to even utilize and work the music to get people to listen to it and to hear it so like i just feel like we've evolved in every aspect that we can as a band and it i feel like we're at a really great position right now so that's really cool So the next project is called Relative to a Mood. So why that title? The whole album, I feel like, has these distinct moods. Most of them are very upbeat and celebratory. So I feel like 
the songs and we don't really have any lyrics in it so like the music is very emotive and it's like emotionally driven so i feel like when you listen to it there's these different moods and these different feelings you get from the sonic experience of it and also like in in music you know you have like relative chords and relative keys and I feel like a lot of the songs are very like they're in different relative keys to each other as well. So not only are the feeling relative, but the actual keys and chords that are used in them are relatives to each other. And also this whole thing with like relatives and the sense of like ancestors. So there's this whole idea that goes back into the medicine thing and then the mythology of it all where like there's this kind of ancestral thing coming through that are like relatives in a sense. That's kind of where like the whole idea of it comes from in, in my brain that's kind of how i could articulate it yeah i mean uh jumping off the especially the, the mood part of it usually the thing that really grabs people by music when especially when there's no lyrics right mm -hmm. the thing that like is actually emotionally impactful you know does this song sound bright does it sound sad is it really engaging or is it a lot more kind of ambient those those things are, are incredibly important to effective music a, a lot of times the word effect you know with an a is used to describe the sonic quality the emotional quality of a piece of music mm -hmm. and i mean we we really pay attention to that and there's a lot of contrast i think especially on the first ep you know there were a lot of songs that kind of had uh, or two of the songs had two parts, like kind of an A part and a B part. And, you know, this stuff, it's, I think, a lot more varied, but it's just like the way we move from emotional space to emotional space on this EP is really cool. And I think one of the things that excites me the most about it. Given what's going on as far as social distancing and some people are, you know, they're literally sick, some people are mentally sick. How does the scope of this project sort of change with everything that's going on now versus when you kind of first were thinking about putting it out? I think unchanged would be my take on it. They, obviously our hands are tied physically. We were very fortunate to be in a position where we had all the material together and can go ahead and release it. And I know for a fact, I, I like on Instagram in the last couple of weeks, seeing people start to post like asking for new music to listen to because they've listened to all the stuff they normally listen to. So in that very direct way, by releasing it at this time, we're kind of honoring that request. Not to mention, it's just, I, when uh, the windstorms were about to happen, pretty genuinely concerned about losing power, mm -hmm. you know, I realized that like, 
The two things that have really kind of kept me going through being in a very isolated quarantine have been the fact that I can pick up the phone and call people and then also be able to listen to music just to fill the air. Without those two things, I was legitimately worried about going crazy. To kind of get to the larger maybe answer to the question is that music is unchanged. It is still a part of our lives and, you know, it is healing. It really is it, it, in direct ways and larger ways. I mean, for me, that's a specific example, but a life without music and that just kind of silence, like, I, I can't, I just can't. And I think having the name Asclepius, it now just has this bigger poetic resonance that we didn't plan for, but it's just interesting to be releasing music with our name at this time. And I think, I think we're gonna try, we're gonna like kind of definitely do our best to like play with that idea in the mm -hmm. way that we kind of promote and kind of pass the music around to people. It was interesting too, because there was uh, one night, as near the beginning of quarantine, I was doing a ceremony in my house. And then at like four in the morning, I sent Dave and Matt, me in ceremony, kind of singing some stuff. And then the next day, Dave's like, let's have a band meeting. And then like, we had a band meeting a couple days later. And then we kind of were like, let's just release it. Let's just put it out. And like, I was kind of feeling that and I was glad that like everybody else kind of had that vibe too. It's like, you know, we've been sitting on this. We don't know when this is going to end and everybody's sick. So like, let's, let's give them the, the, the new medicine that we've been uh, kind of mixing up in the studio and all that kind of jazz. So it, it just seemed like, I don't know, the timing almost seemed divine in a sense. It's kind of interesting. I feel like there was a lot of those moments with us when we perform that just seems like there's a synchronicity with the world and what's going on. That half hour recording that Justin sent us, like, I mean, I got up not even a few hours after he sent that. And like, first thing I did was just go ahead. I just lay in bed and I listened to it. And yeah, it was, it was a special piece. It definitely warranted a band meeting. Speaking of band meetings, how have you guys managed to get things done when you actually can't be with each other or just be around each other? I suppose Justin's been kind of handling a lot of the social media and kind of getting all this stuff ready for release. It definitely does kind of suck a little bit not being able to get together. Because we, we, we were definitely, we were rolling on a good two to four ideas of things. Obviously we won't forget them, but that momentum will kind of be lost maybe for a little bit, or we'll just come back and be so excited that we're just gonna get slapping right away. Yeah, you know, like I said, we were very fortunate to have done all of the work that we would need to be together for, because really all we had to do was just kind of do some listening to what we had and just make a couple of easy decisions that could be handled via text message, like not even having to like have a, a more complex conversation like in this format. You know, we, we really just didn't have that problem built into it. So, yeah, I mean, just emails, texts, Zoom meeting, like, I mean, that's it's really all it took. Yeah, and I think, like Matt's saying, it's just like, yeah, it'd be great to just be playing right now, but it's just the necessary sacrifice that we have to make right now. I know you guys, you can't meet, but you guys are still rolling some things out, right, in regards to a new record coming out? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're still, you know, we can't meet, but we, we got we to gotta roll our plan. We have to specific dates in mind. You know, we have the music video of Jubilation that's going to be the first part of the rollout. And the music video is kind of just like, uh, it's a, I think it's a good introduction to the three of us. It's not like, it's no like narrative to it really, or like a story. It's kind of just us kicking it and hanging out in the city of Detroit on a night. And our friend Andrew filmed it. And that night itself was also just a really fun, ridiculous night in its own sense. So I feel like it get, captures a good essence of the band. 
And then we have a single dropping on May 21st called Ascension. And that's the end of the album. And I feel like the name of it is very fitting to the way that the song evolves. It's, it's a very upbeat, celestial song. And then the actual EP is going to release on June 4th. And it's going to be on you know all the platforms, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. So we kind of got that all ready to go. And hopefully, maybe by that time, we'll also be able to get together again to physically practice by like June or July, I'm hoping. But also, we, we recorded two other singles while we were in the studio, too. Mm-hmm. So we have two other songs that are ready to go for the rollout and promotion of Relative to a Mood is done. We, we got a couple other things already in our back pocket or whatever you say, in the in the arsenal or whatever to release as well. Kind of came together in the studio, which was pretty nice. Yeah, actually. Talk about just like great moments. Yeah. I mean, we just kind of finished them up. Like one of them, I was still having trouble with the rhythm of it. And the first couple of takes while we were sitting there in the studio and it just like clicked and was like, oh, all right, cool, figured it out. You know, so I mean, we actually ended up getting the song. So just wrapping up, we talked about the scope of Relative to Mood, but for yourselves, your band and other people, what do you personally want people to take away from this record? Some joy, a little moment, a little break from any other things that might just be weighing people down release of a pressure valve you know that somebody might need for 25 some odd minutes or so that you know the runtime is going to be yeah i've sent it to a few people and they've they've all come back saying that it made them feel pretty calm and relaxed and that they're very appreciative of that it's kind of what i hope everyone feels i hope that like too people like you know it makes them kind of dance i feel like this ep is much more upbeat and like grooving and lively than the first EP. The first EP was very laid back and this one, it makes people kind of dance. And I also think that I hope people listen to it. It sounds much more professional and it sounds much more full and that they kind of listen to it and they're like, this band is for fucking real. That we're like, you know, doing something unique and interesting and that they want to hear more of what we do in the future. Justin, Dave, Matt, thank you so much for doing this. If people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? Instagram, our, our tag is Asclepius underscore arts. We're on Facebook. We have a website, AsclepiusArts.com. And we're on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. And all of our links are like on those different websites as well. You can get to all of our stuff through one of those places. And then, you know, we have an email, AsclepiusArts at gmail.com. You spell Asclepius, it's A S K L E P I U S. So if you search that in Google, the Google will take you places. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Hopefully next time we're talking, you guys are actually on the stage performing and people feel relative to a move.
That was my sit down with Asclepius. Thanks and all the best to Justin, Dave, and Matt for a wonderful interview. And please look out for Relative to a Mood coming out on June 4th. All their socials are in the description. So give them a like, a follow, and throw some duckets their way on Bandcamp. Peace. Thank you. As always, keep grooving.